Cheers! What's up everybody? This is Paul Sfârlea. Welcome back to a new episode of Hospitality Secrets Podcast. Today I arrive home, still in the car. Uh, it's raining. I, I feel very relaxed when it's raining. I like hearing the sound of the rain. So if you hear some back uh, background uh, noise, it's some beautiful rain. <laughs> so in today's episode, we're going to continue a little bit uh, the story from yesterday. Building on the lesson from yesterday, we are developing and go a little bit deeper down the rabbit hole. And uh, if you didn't listen to yesterday's um, episode of the podcast, I would strongly recommend you to stop this episode right now and listen first to yesterday's episode. Because today we're going to talk about how can you apply more the, the value of uh, rapid prototyping uh, or uh, we'll go a little bit deeper on how I learned here and now creativity or how can you actually uh, be more effective working without so much uh, in-detail planning. We'll see, you'll see more later. See you after the intro. So the big question is this. How can we, the hospitality industry, present or future entrepreneurs, offer memorable hospitality experiences to our guests in a way that our staff is happy and the business is profitable and sustainable? This is the question and this podcast will try to give you the answer. My name is Paul Sfârlea and welcome to Hospitality Secrets. So the, the, the backstory of this started actually after I realized that uh, in order to, to, to achieve, to, to be more effective in what am I doing, it's absolutely crucial to be inner uh, fulfilled, to, be, to have the inner happiness that I was talking yesterday. So that uh, episode from yesterday, the lesson from yesterday that uh, to, have, uh, to enjoy the life more, I should start with well, uh, working on myself, on what I eat, what I drink. I'm, I was doing. I started doing yoga. I started having healthier uh, habits because I wanted to enjoy life more. So I started enjoying life even more than I was doing before uh, yesterday's episode, and uh, I, I started smiling more because if if inside of me I was smiling and feeling the joy of, of living, the joy of doing whatever I was doing, I started smiling more. So even though I was kind of passionate about smiling and it's one of my core values to, to smile, to have fun, to enjoy, uh, I remember that I did the after work class, so it was after this episode, the yesterday's episode on, on, on that with the car, after I realized, I, I, I created a training for, uh, for Johnny Walker and I, I had a collaboration with PPD Romania, which was importing Diageo Spirits in Romania. And uh, we built a training for Johnny Walker called uh, Joy Will Take You Further, which was the Johnny Walker campaigns on, on how to, to inspire people to be more joyful because actually joy will take you further. So I started doing this kind of projects of, of uh, happiness, joy, smile, because I was honestly feeling, even though the outside situation was, was harder at some point, I still had the joy in, in me because... I was focusing on things that I liked. I was focusing and I was attracting 
things that I loved and made me happy. So this was like a starting of the backstory. I remember in, in, in work class, in the global competition, I even wrote with the marker on my hand, smile. And I had a different pour. You can see it on my uh, Facebook page, on one of the profile pictures. When I was pouring, as I was pouring, all the judges were seeing smile and all, all the judges were laughing. You can see these reactions on, on my channel of YouTube. I have all the videos from uh, World Class Global Finals. Every time I was pouring, you will see the judge was smiling <laughs> because I was uh, enjoying and I was uh, smiling a lot. And uh, this is how I started doing it. And I, 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 I started promoting the, this... Uh, uh, smile, the joy, the, the happiness of doing bartending and doing what I was doing, I started promoting even more and more and I started uh, going deeper into the concept of happiness, of, of smile, why do we smile, a little bit of how can we achieve joy. And I started uh, researching all these things and then I started experimenting all these things. I was doing yoga and this uh, gave me an inner balance, balance that actually I could started being more joyful even though the outside situation it's kind of strange and same in, in this period with coronavirus still in, in today we don't know if the industry will close again if it's opening in some cities in Romania the, the hospitality industry closed so everything is quite unfamiliar quite strange unknown but I still enjoy the ride. <laughs> I still like what am I doing, even though I'm not seeing the light at, at the end of the tunnel. So after all the, the competition things, after uh, my son came, I became even more joyful. I had the best teacher and I'm still having the best joy teacher in my life, which is my son, Dominic. And actually he's teaching me, I'm learning from him how to honestly be more joyful, be more happy, live the moment more and actually enjoy life more. So he's my, my number one teacher on this lesson and I learned from him a lot and I learned all the lessons and I started developing frameworks and see how can I achieve more happiness, more joy. And uh, I remember that I went to, after uh, the, I started uh, delivering trainings for the Ajobar Academy, I became the head trainer for Eastern Europe. And uh, 2017, I think last year, uh, we organized with the Ajobar Academy, we organized the cocktail competition for entry-level bartenders from the, the 16 countries from Eastern Europe that we were, uh, we are having in this area. And uh, there was a, a Bar Academy Challenge, it was called. There was a competition of Bar Academy Challenge in, uh, Uzbe in, in Uzbekistan, in Tashkent. So they organized the, the Bar Academy Challenge, the semi-finals of this competition. The, 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 the uh, international finals were supposed to have, uh, to have place in Bucharest, and it did. But before arriving to Bucharest, the Central Asia, the Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan and Kyrgyzstan, those three countries had the regional finals to just to send the best uh, participants from each country. So I went there to, to judge. I was supposed to judge the the Bar Academy Challenge uh, Central, Central Asian uh, stage of the competition together with uh, Kenji and the guys from, uh, from Cocktails for You. So we were judging the, the two days of, of the regional finals of the competition and we arrived in, 
I said, okay, I always like to, to travel, especially to judge cocktail competition because you, you manage to, to taste a lot of drinks, most of them good, a few of them like shit, but that's the, <laughs> that's the, the side part of judging. And I went there to judge the cocktail competition and when I arrived in, in, in uh, Tashkent, in Uzbekistan, we arrived at the hotel and uh, the person, the guy who, uh, who was organizing, his name was Dilshod. When I arrived, he welcomed me with hospitality. This is the hotel. Here is uh, the challenge will be. Uh, in this room, we'll have some, uh, some master classes. And he said, you know, uh, you, you, are you ready for your master class from tomorrow? And I said, what? <laughs> I had no idea. He said, I spoke with Kenji. You will have a master class. I said, no, about what? <laughs> nobody nobody announced me anything about the masterclass and he said you will have a masterclass tomorrow 45 minutes about smile and I said really <laughs> I, I didn't knew that I had I will have a masterclass tomorrow about smile 45 minutes I had no idea nobody told me and he said okay you need to deliver that masterclass because it's booked here you'll see it in the in the calendar and i spoke with kenji then i, I said kenji you do you know something about the masterclass and he said yeah don't worry you know it i said how come <laughs> you, the, the thing with the smile it's it is like natural for you you don't have to struggle and imagine the background on, of of this uh this situation because every single time I had a session or a masterclass or a training, I was the guy who was geeking everything. It took me two weeks to prepare a one hour session because I was so obsessed with the details. My slides should be perfect. The images should transmit exactly what I want to transmit. I should do all the research. I should do all my homework. I should be 100% prepared to deliver a masterclass because I want to deliver best masterclasses every single time. So <laughs> when Kenji said to me, oh, don't worry, smile. It's not, not much, you know it. And I, I started panicking because I had nothing prepared. Usually I'm preparing the slides. I, when, I, when I travel, I don't have, uh, I, I don't want to bother again to prepare the slides when I'm traveling. So usually I'm developing them even on the plane or from home. So I'm always prepared when I'm traveling with the, for the masterclasses. And uh, that time he said, okay, don't worry. And I started stressing. I said, okay, I will have to deliver a training. And imagine the situation because I was judging those bartenders. I was a judge and I had to deliver a masterclass. It had to be good. If I was deliver a shitty masterclass, I was a shitty judge with shitty credibility. So I had to, do, to deliver an amazing, engagement, engaging and impactful training, masterclass. So... Uh, I remember that I was start starting stressing, so I, I started thinking, okay, what should I talk about? Uh, smile, okay, mm, what's about smile? What's the story? Uh, what are the concepts? What is the framework that I, I want to share about smile? And then uh, I remember that uh, in the evening, I was supposed to, to, I said, okay, I will prepare the, the session in the evening. In the evening, we have to go out to see the city, to do like the, the, the market visit, to visit some bars, restaurants, okay, I said, I uh, I will uh, I will train I will prepare the session uh, uh, tomorrow morning. Next day morning I had the session in the evening. Next day morning uh, Kenji called me and said, uh, "Do you want to come to to spa?" I said, "But Kenji, I have to prepare the the presentation. I I want it to be, be good." And he said, "Oh man, don't worry. You have it. You can do it. I'm sure you'll do great." 
I said, okay, why not? Kenji, I trust you. <laughs> he's a good friend of mine. He's a mentor of mine. And um, I said, I trust you. And I went, I went with him at the spa, at jacuzzi. So we had some sauna, we relaxed. And then we went, we judged the competition. And then I, I, I had like 20 minutes before starting my, uh, my session. And I didn't have anything. So in those 20 minutes, I took a piece of paper and I put it the bullet points on what I want to say. So I put it in order, like introduction, uh, uh, the backstory, how I learned how to smile, uh, what does it smile mean, what I achieve with smile. And all the I put it like five bullet points with the ideas that I want to transmit in that masterclass. And then this took me like five minutes. And then uh, it took me another five minutes to find some pictures, relevant pictures on Facebook. And it took me three minutes to put all those pictures in, into, the, into the session, into the PowerPoint. And another two minutes to polish everything. And the session was done. In 15 minutes, I fin finalized that masterclass about smile. And this was the big epiphany that I had after I, I, I realized I was so stressed before because I, I, had, I don't have anything. I don't know if I would finish. I don't know if it would, it would, if it would be uh, good enough to, to transmit something to be useful for those who, who will participate. And after those 15 minutes, I still had five minutes to relax, to enjoy, to, to, to enter into the mood. So I, I entered in the session, I, I delivered that session and it was something very, uh, and I actually built the session based on the bullet points, based on the main ideas in the session. And I remember that it was so impactful because I said that you have to feel the smile. And at some point I put it, everybody stand up and started smile, laughing like with uh, like uh, hard laughing out loud laughing and everybody was like 50 70 persons were laughing in the same moment so it, the the level of energy increased so high that i delivered one of the best sessions that i delivered about smile because everybody was smiling after they laughed because when you hear somebody laugh you start laughing so everybody was laughing everybody starting laughing more so it was a one of the best sessions that i delivered and it, it, wasn't, they, they, it wasn't prepared like weeks before as I was do, usually doing with the sessions. So this is what I learned from Kenji putting me outside of my comfort zone. I actually realized that I can build sessions and that are mo, mo, most useful and most uh, genuinely and authentic sessions if I put the bullet points and then I build like, if I'm not preparing that much, I'm not learning the the all everything that I want to say learning because I was I was used from the cocktail competitions because when I went to work class to IBA to all the competitions I was preparing very much I was learning the text then I was forgetting the text in order to 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 say the text in the competition and then I was learning the the routine and I was learning everything and I was preparing way too much and when I realized that if you can you can uh, prepare and then do the rapid prototyping here and now creativity as paul bolencha said and do what you have in that uh, with what you do what you the best you can with what you have in that specific moment so this is the the framework that i learned that uh, before a masterclass or a session first thing ever and this is what i'm still doing first thing ever i take a piece of paper i take a pen and i put the bullet points 
with the with the main uh, flow with the main roadmap of of the of the session the training the masterclass what it is so after putting the bullet points then each bullet point transforms in one or many slides with pictures and each slide should be one idea and then i have the the masterclass and i'm delivering and i'm creating actually the real content and the stories based on the specific need that the persons in front of me are having in that specific moment and i'm not building a session which would fit everybody i'm building a session which fits the persons in front of me so this is actually the lesson i learned being outside of my comfort zone and and delivering a building a masterclass in 15 minutes and delivering a 40 minutes 45 minutes impactful and and joyful masterclass actually teached me that i don't have to prepare two weeks for for a session and after i understood this and i have to thank kenji for putting me outside of my comfort zone and uh, after i realized this and i learned this framework i um, I started applying it in all the sessions that I was building. Every single training, every every single time I had to speak in front of other people, I started like this. I put it some bullet points and then I was talking. At some uh, sessions I was building slides, at some session I was not even building slides, I was just talking on the bullet points. And I, I applied this like masterfully, the best uh, um, uh, situation that I remember that I applied this framework and worked perfect was at the briefing session for the Inferno. Uh, I organized together with my associate Biro and with the club in, in Cluj Noah, we organized together, we co-created a, a multi-sensory immersive experience called Inferno. So if you, if you didn't uh, listen to the podcast where I spoke about Inferno, I should strongly recommend you to go to the podcast called I Learned More from mistakes than from success. I think I cannot remember exactly the name, but there is a podcast where I go deeper into this uh, uh, multi-sensory immersive experience that we were organizing in a club. And uh, in that club, we had 70, per- uh, there were 70 employees in the club with bartenders, waiters and lights, DJ, VJ, all the, everybody from the team. And we employed around 30 persons, 20 dancers and 10 uh, uh, entertainers for for uh, organizing that inferno experience of, of dancing in the hell and then coming back and living in heaven. And uh, we, there were like 100, 110 persons I remember perfectly that they came and we organized like a general briefing where I was supposed to talk to everybody to say to them what do they have to do and give them the cards with their timeline on the event night. So I was supposed to to sell the concept to all the staff and the employees and and the, the ones who were we hired the extra staff around 110 persons. So five minutes before starting that session. I, I didn't knew what to say because I, we were preparing, hard preparing all the details of the of the event, but I was not stressed at all. So five minutes before starting the session, I went uh, outside with, with my associate, with Biro, and we brainstormed like for three minutes with a blank piece of white paper in front of us, and I put it five bullet points so we'll do the intro with intro would be an icebreaker a physical exercise then we'll talk about what is an experience then we'll talk about why inferno then we'll talk about uh, what will gonna the flow of the night then we'll put the so 
I put it in five minutes, all the bullet points, and then I, I, I engage 110 persons in order to understand, fully understand the concept and what they have to do in Inferno experience in, in that big event. So this framework worked so well that in five minutes I managed to do like to talk in front of 110 persons and engage them and uh, have an impact and make them understand what they have to do in that session. So this is how powerful is this framework. And it works so well that just if you want to talk to others, to a group of people, if you want to train, to teach, to express something to more persons, to do some public speaking, just take a white piece of paper, put some bullet points with the main ideas, having intro and finishing with the closing, and put just those ideas, five bullet points, and then if you want to develop more, you can take each bullet point and put like two or three ideas on each bullet point. So in this way, you will, the easiest way to build and uh, deliver uh, an impactful uh, session and public speaking, <laughs> speaking with others, even though meetings, when you have meetings with your staff, don't be sure that you have at least three, four bullet points with what is the most important thing that you want to transmit. And then you can adjust and adapt based on their needs. So that's the lesson for today that I learned the hard way. And I'm, I'm telling to you this framework because I would like you to, least to learn it the easier way. <laughs> so that's it for today. I hope it's useful. Paul Sferla here and I'm here to serve. Cheers. <laughs>